Today we got to interview Marvin Wilcher, the CEO of Camp Nova. And if you remember, we did talk to Emery Morrison quite a few episodes ago about what they're doing with Camp Green and Camp Nova. But he kind of takes us back to the beginning of how he got lucky by getting into the cannabis industry, kind of just by happenstance. So here, Marvin's story, and let's dive into the green room now. We are here today with Marvin Wilcher, the CEO and founder of Camp Nova. Hi, Marvin. How Hello. are you? How you doing? Good, good. I'm excited to have you here um, and talk about, um, you know, MJ BizCon, but also just kind of Camp Nova and what you guys are doing with influencers. So um, first, I'd like to kind of start off with your journey, how you got here, how you got started, and um, kind of tell us a little bit about your experience, your cannabis experience. Yeah, well, you know, many years ago, back in like 2005, I, I bought a property up in Yolo County and it was just sort of a place for us to kind of hang out on the weekend or whatever. It's like 20 acres and, um, you know, had just been using it for those purposes. One of my neighbors came across to me and he said, hey, look, uh, you know, I, I was thinking about moving these cultivators who are on my property. I got to move them because I've leased my property out to somebody else. Do you mind taking these guys? And I was like, well, sure, uh, but you know, is this legal? And he was like, yeah, 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 of course it's legal. No, no problem. I'm like, are you sure? He's like, yeah, of course I'm sure. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> so I came over, started talking with the guys, and then I was like, well, what are we gonna charge him? And of course he says, well, let's charge him $80,000. I was like, what? $80,000? Like, what do you mean? It's like, they're gonna they're gonna own my property? I'm just yeah. gonna be leasing it to them. I'm not selling it. I'm yeah. not selling the house, right? And he's like, no, no, no. It's, it's, and they only need to use like four or five acres. I was like, oh my God. So once that happened, I was in the cannabis business, right? Yeah. Yeah. So we, we did lease the, the property. That year was a successful grow. And then we started looking into it. And so ultimately what we ended up doing was we made sure that those guys got legal. We ended up with nine licenses. And that was back at the beginning mm -hmm. of when legalization was taking place. So that was sort of my entry point into the cannabis business. And then from there, you guys did some other things around. So like you're uh, developing a, a influencer program basically yes. around Camp Nova. Tell us a little bit about how that kind of picked up and got started. Yes, well see, to, to really understand how that flow goes, you have to go back to almost 2015. Uh -huh. In 2015, Emery and I, my partner, we had a company that we founded called Wildstop, right? And that company was about mobile devices. So we had designed a program where we were gonna literally have influencers, Justin Bieber, pretty much high profile guys that would have their own phones, right? Yeah. So we designed a deal, we worked it out with HTC, we were gearing up for it, it was pretty exciting. And- Were you guys like taking a beat from like Nike is it kind of like, you know, how athletes partnered with shoes? It's kind of the same. That, of that really does have sort of the same vibe. Yeah. And, and we, we looked at that. We did even some research on that. And we're like, okay, we'll be we the first this. ones here yeah. at this. And, you know, at some point in the future, everybody will have, you know, their influencer phone. Right. Right. So we were like, okay, let, let's roll. And we started things moving and it was almost ready to the point we were about ready to launch. And then that was when HTC was having some challenges and they sold that whole operation to Google. Mm -hmm. So once they sold that whole operation to Google, then we were left with very little options because they sort of came to us at that point and said, we're not gonna be able to make the phone that we agreed to make 
because we just sold this operation. Right. So Whoops. what do you want to do? Right. <laughs> it's like, okay. So, you know, obviously Emory and I were a little disappointed. We had put in actually years into putting that together. Of course. And that was where we were like, well, you know what, Marvin, you're in the cannabis business now. How about if we just kind of figure out how to do this in the cannabis space? And that really was where we started thinking about how to do it. And that's when sort of the idea of Camp Nova was born. Yeah. So I really love the like the brands, like how you're bringing the brands and the influencers together and and obviously influencer relations, especially in PR and marketing is like a big thing. So tell us, how do you work with the brands? Like um, what kind of brands are you developing? And then um, how are you getting them to partner with the so, so we we approach this in a couple of different ways. Like, let's just talk for a moment about influencers, right? Mm-hmm. So the influencer side of the business here is really about, we do a couple of things. One, we can take any product that is in existence right now, and we can put it on our platform sort of to create a profile where they have their products for sale, they have a video, mm-hmm. which is sort of their pitch to the customer or to get the vibe of whatever it is. They have photos, they have music, whatever it is that they want sort of to represent their brand, you know, they can do this right here on the platform. So it's like a fan site almost. It, it is yeah. for, right, with at a, a call to action yeah. to buy their specific product. Got it. Right? Got so it. if you were to go and you look at uh, Meth Man or somebody and you said, hey, look, here it is, look at the product. And then now just buy it. That that platform does allow for that. Got That's you. what we've done there on that side. So so we can bring on almost anybody in that regard. Mm-hmm. On the flip side, we're actually developing direct partnerships. Right. right? So we signed a deal with two chains. So we'll help develop the brand from square one. Right? Okay. Okay. Like everything that we can do from you know taking the logo and taking whatever is already there and putting the packaging together and doing all that and then setting up relationships with delivery operations, retailers, you know, distributors, all that stuff. We're, we're sort of bringing somebody who's an influencer that has a market, bringing them into the business, mm-hmm. right? And we handle all of it to kind of keep the paperwork minimal for them. Right. So that's really sort of the the two different sides and existing brands that we bring on and the ones that we help develop and bring them about. Okay, so you're you're basically saying like let's say I was a an entertainment entertainer. Yep. Um, and I come to you and I say, hey, you know, I'm really interested in in developing a cannabis brand. Th- from there, that yes. you guys start from there. Yes, we would start from okay. exactly that moment. We we talk about your fan base. We talk okay. about the kind of things that you want to do to kind of figure yeah. out the mood. And yes, the and, and then sort of understand your profile. Okay. And then because there are some people who are like, well, I only want to do CBD. I don't right. want to do the THC. I only want to do health products. I I don't want to do high products, right? I want to do beauty or this or that. There's different sort of models based on the personality. And then we help develop that out and then build all of the marketing pieces around that. So what about on the other side, like the product side, what products do you work with to help? Like, how do you match them up with a product that's right for them? Yeah, well, that that's that is really sort of like as an example, what what if somebody says they they only want to do super, super premium stuff, right? That's my brand. I'm like top of the line kind of guy or girl, and I don't want to deal with anything less than, you know, Rolls Royce quality. Right? Right, right. So then what we would do is we would go out and find partners in the cannabis business that are 
cultivators or whatever mm -hmm. that are actually making premium products, okay. right? There's where we then connect with them, yeah. bring them together and say, look, here's the most premium we can get. Here's all the marketing. Is Does this work? And we bring those pieces together. Okay. So, I mean, I think, you know, we're in an industry conference, obviously, and yes. MJ BizCon. So, um, from a brand perspective, if I wanted to say, like, hey, Marvin, map me up with an influencer. Yes. Like, is that an opportunity as well? So, there, yeah, there's, there's also sort of like uh, what you would consider... Um, you know, like a, a representative of a brand. Right. 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 So if you wanted to rep a brand yeah. and be out there and promote and help support a brand, then we would find some way for matching you with somebody who wanted a rep. Yeah. And we would just figure that out, work out the deal, work out the paperwork, and, and you would be sort of one of the reps for that particular brand. It's kind of like, you know, when you go into the airport and you see all the like ads for like perfume and watches and yes. you see all the celebrities and you're like, oh, okay, this person's with Rolex or this yes. person's with Chanel or whatever. Yes. Yes. Okay. Okay. Yes. Very cool. Well, I mean, like, I know, I remember speaking with Emery on the podcast before and yes. he was talking about his background in entertainment. Yes. So, um, how do you guys, I mean, that, that seems really like the influencers you you're using are obviously like really top tier, like entertainers. Yeah. So how do you guys like navigate that relationship and how do you find out who wants to do what? Well, we, we do have a team. Oh, yeah, have, of course. Yeah, we have we have quite a few people who put the time, effort, and energy in sort of on a daily basis to not only market, but to sort of create some relationships. Emery's focus is more on the marketing side. Yeah. I'm more sort of focused on the operational side of the business. Gotcha. But, you know, what that team is really trying to do is keep their eyes open, their ears open, reaching out, making connections, talking with you know, whoever their representatives might be mm -hmm. and just trying to feel it out and see where it is. Sometimes you just run across people like we run across some skaters, right? Yeah. And they're sort of, they don't have to have like a huge following, but they may have a very loyal following. Right. And so we then start to learn about them and, you know, follow up until we put a deal together. But just generally, we've got a team of folks that are out there knocking on doors, talking to people, trying to find sort of the right match of influencers. Mm -hmm. And of course, here's the interesting thing about, you know, once you get into this, you find yourself almost as artist management. Yeah. Right? Yeah. That's this is the this is a part that, you know, Emery is always reminding me about is <laughs> you know what? You're you're kind of getting in here to being, you know, an artist manager, potentially a babysitter, all kinds of things <laughs> right. that you could do here when you when you go down this path. Right. And that's sort of fortunately for me, that's sort of their side. Yeah, of the, yeah. The you're business. like, I'm not touching it. I'm yeah, ex exactly. <laughs> they, they're gonna do that stuff. But, you know, that's one of the things plus and minus mm -hmm. about being in the space is that you really will have to manage relationships with people who are creative mm -hmm. and dynamic and unique and sometimes even strange, yeah. right? That that but that's what makes them incredible sometimes, yeah. right? Yeah. So, you know, that is a real business in itself. Well, I mean, I, this is really interesting because we talk a lot about the future of marketing, PR. I mean, obviously, I'm a PR person, so we talk a lot about what that's going to look like, what influencer relations look like. We've been talking about like professional entertainers that are kind of well known in the music industry, but what about like influencers that are like TikTok influencers and Instagram influencers? I imagine they could be doing the same stuff with the brand too. They they absolutely could. Yeah. So one of the cores of what Wildstop was about was this was about fans equals fanatics, right? right? right. And the fans 
the, the abbreviation of that, right, fanatics, is really about people and their, their sort of loyalty to you and their willingness to buy your products, right? right? And, and so from that standpoint, you know, you can have people who have lots and lots and lots of followers, but sometimes those followers are not willing to buy product, right? right? Yeah. Then you can have people that just have like 30,000 followers and every single one of those followers will buy something, will buy something <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. And, and and so now you're, you're really trying to judge and figure out which one of the ones that you want to go after. Mm-hmm. But, you know, that is, again, part of it. And, and that's where... Since you've got TikTok and people like that, and there's all these different platforms, TikToks yeah. are the new ones. Some of those people have three, four, five million people, yeah, you know, or more, yeah, right, who are it's really crazy. following them. There's no reason why we can't go to some of those people, yeah, and bring those people over, yeah. But the process of developing brands is not one that just happens overnight. Sure, of You know course. what I'm saying? So yes, we, we will definitely be looking at that as one of the spaces. Mm-hmm. If you're a TikTok person, you want to call us and see about the opportunity, yeah. absolutely. <laughs> well, that's from the like the Camp Nova, or for those, from the influencer perspective, but from the brand perspective, because there are so many regulations in cannabis too, yeah. and there's so many challenges in marketing, Yes, I find that like, I mean, this would be a great, opportunity for any brands to say, hey, I want to partner with these people to get our brand a little bit more recognized. Yes. You know, whether it's through a partnership, whether it's through like white label branding or whatever, you know, because you... I mean, the the fact of the matter is it's federally illegal. So, like, we still have those red, that red tape to deal with. Red tape. So, awesome. you know, so that they can grow the brand until everything becomes clearer for them. Yeah. I feel like this is a great opportunity for brands as well. Yeah, just brands in general. Yeah. I mean, you yeah. know, wh- whether you're a shoe brand, a yeah, Netflix, any brand, yes, right? any brand. Whatever you are, I mean, this is sort of your opportunity to have somebody handle all of the pieces for you, yeah. right? And you don't have to deal with that. You just have to continue to be your brand, be willing to promote the product that you're getting into and just really connect with all of the fans and people that you're already dealing with. And that's us connecting. Right. So, I mean, essentially, like you were saying before, it's really a technology platform to kind of enable business. Yes, yeah. yes. Um, what do you see is kind of like the next step for Camp Nova as you kind of keep going into this industry and maybe other industries, what is kind of like the future of the mission? Yeah, yeah. So so if you look at where we are now, our, our primary focus is California. Yeah. Northern and Southern. We're going to be expanding more and more in California so that the one-click experience, because this is sort of what it's about. You're a, a fan. You like the brand. Yeah. You do one-click and you get You're the product done. delivered, right? Yeah. We're going to be moving across the country. So what we're we're going to be doing is going state by state until we get all the way across to every legal state. And that way, any fans that are like if you're a significant influencer, you have people in one state, but not in another. You're able to take advantage of that because we'll be sort of like Amazon. Yeah. You're, you're kind of all over the place and you've got that whole distribution network let, set, set up. Mm-hmm. That's where we're really trying to go is to take it nationwide and then ultimately worldwide. Yeah. Because cannabis is legalization is happening Everyone. globally and you've got fans and influencers in other places. You know, whatever we may think about, you know, our influencers here yeah. in some other countries, you know, influencers are almost gods, yeah. right? And so there are ways to connect up. Additionally, we'll be moving 
away from just exclusively, excuse me, cannabis uh, products, but we'll be moving into other areas. Yeah. A lot of, a lot of merchandise, things that relate to cannabis, but are part of the sort of the social connection yeah. um, of that relationship with the fan. It'll kind of be like a hub for fans, right? Like, yes. so anybody who's a fan of, let's say two chains can yes. get any product that he represents or, yes. yeah. or he wants to promote. That he wants to promote on our platform. Yeah. That's for sure. Yes. Okay. That's really cool. Yeah. yeah. What I'm curious about is, so with the influencers and especially the influencer uh, market and especially with cannabis in the Instagram and TikTok community, <clears throat> have you had any um, big successes or anything to kind of uh, navigate? Because I understand like that algorithm uh, for Instagram is already trying to show uh, less of the influencers uh, um content to the to the people because yeah. you know they're not monetizing that as much and then also on top of that the cannabis stuff especially like on like tiktok and stuff is getting really limited so have you all had any success navigating you know that aspect forward of how to how to connect you know to those three million followers of this awesome you know premium great cannabis yes but making yes. that a, a connection to that well that that is part of the challenge mm -hmm. a lot of people have used instagram to try to market until instagram figures out what they're doing which <laughs> could be one day or one year um and then they're going to just kind of close you down and wipe you out and you're going to be back to scratch right <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> which is kind of scary right yeah, yeah. And, and so that means we get a chance to sort of fill a void Right. So yeah. so the real the real challenge of all this is transitioning, right? Mm -hmm. The transitioning of whatever your fan base might be on whatever the platform is and moving them over and you know to a like your own time. site maybe. Right. Yeah. Because you're you're really even though you're accessing sort of your fans, you're not really having any direct information about those people, right? You right. have very limited information, Instagram and otherwise they're they're keeping that. So that's where we're building out where we're doing marketing all around those platforms, trying to bring those people across over to our platform. Mm -hmm. And once they identify our platform and see that that influencer who's selling whatever that product is, has this sort of depth of other things that they're doing, which they might not be able to to deal with at all because if you push it just a tad much yeah on Instagram you're done you're right and you're 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 done right and so as a as a result we are working strategies to sort of help whoever that influencers you know bridge over that fan base over to Camp Nova that's part of what we're doing and that's part of our marketing strategy yeah, I mean, yeah, I can see. I'm just lining up all the all the things that you're saying, and definitely artist management is is right there. Like, it's like that's the artist page. Is like they have all these things that they align with, and um, here's their Instagram feed, here's their you know TikTok, and then here's all the products that they love. Yes, you know, so yes. like I I can totally see that's it's such a fine line that you guys are treading. Yes, yes. but it better than you better you than than me. So <laughs> I yes, appreciate that. Absolutely. Um, well, this is really exciting. I love. Love the direction that this is going in and I think this offers a lot of opportunities to the cannabis industry yes um, as well as anybody who wants to like align with brands in general yeah. have you guys made any other headways into non-cannabis um, like I guess non-cannabis brand partnerships yet or not yet yeah we we are okay. we're in process with a number of them right now okay, okay I mean one of the things that you're gonna see in the future is you're gonna see a lot of sort of standard beverage brands yes because this to me is one of the biggest opportunities for beverage companies like right now beverages don't 
make up a huge percentage of cannabis sales. Mm -hmm. But if you look out to the future, you can say, wow, that's going to be a big business, right? Yeah. Because what's going to happen is we we are used to sort of drinking our highs, yeah. right? That's that's sort of all of us, right? Yeah. You, you know that you go and you manage how much wine you're going to drink or you manage how much liquor you're going to drink or whatever it is. And, and, you know, as a result, you're able to get that high. Nobody typically, unless you over drink and get too much liquor spilled on your shirt or something, <laughs> most people don't realize that you sort of got that buzz until they see it in your eye, right? Right. <laughs> Whereas, the, you know, the thing about smoking weed, everybody knows that you're smoking it when you're smoking it. So yeah. that's what's made gummies and a whole bunch of other things and edibles really sort of, sort of, right. But then that also means that there are sort of like standard consumer packaged goods products that are really having an opportunity to sort of bridge across. And so it's wide open in terms of the brand universe. Mm -hmm. So if you um, had any tips, we like to try to kind of close this out with tips, any tips for influencers or brands of like kind of how to get more buzz as, as they're kind of trying to establish their brand? What kind of tip would you have for people? Yeah, well, one of the things is don't rely on Instagram. Yeah. Right? <laughs> you know, that 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 can lead to, you know, your page getting shut down or whatever. But you're really going to end up having to do more direct sort of connectivity outside of Instagram and other platforms. You really do need to find delivery partners, retail partners and other partners yeah. to, to help push products more than just what's happening on Instagram or some of those places. Right. Yeah. Um, you know, we do see ourselves slightly as a competitor to Weed Maps. We're a little different from that. Mm -hmm. But the idea is, is that you're going to have to really open up, open your mind, look across all platforms, look across the Internet in every possible way and do a much broader marketing to customers. Perfect. Thank you so much. This thank is you. awesome. This has been a great interview. Absolutely. Thank um, you. Love to have you. And hopefully we can have you guys back the next Absolutely. time you have a big influencer. You yes, know, let yes. us know who it is. Okay, <laughs> we will. We, we're, we're doing it all the time. All right, perfect. All thank right. you so much. Thank you. <laughs> the Green Room Podcast is brought to life by Green Seed PR, a cannabis green tech-focused PR agency and a dedicated production team of editors, mixers, and showbookers. A huge thank you to the Vessel team for providing their studio for our recordings. Don't forget to subscribe and share the Green Room podcast with friends, colleagues, and family. That way you'll never miss an episode and we can keep the lights on. If you're feeling extra generous, please leave us a review on your favorite podcast listening platform. You can also find us on Instagram at PR and see the live video versions of all of our podcasts on YouTube. Would you like to be on the guest on the show or do you have a great guest referral? Awesome. Submit your guests at greenseedpr.com slash the hyphen green hyphen room. Thanks for listening and be well.